Hi, my name is Nancy Hauer, and this is my number one, where each week I ask a friend what their number one healing modality is and how it impacted their lives in a positive way. I try it, and then I report on my experiences. Today, I will try and answer all your questions going into the new year, updates, and a look forward into what's ahead. Nancy, it looks so much like you said it was going to look. You didn't paint the walls? They were always this yellow? Yeah. We'd all try the candida diet and oh, see what I it did. Oh, I love that. That's great. I believe that, you know, it's not a it's not a, a destination, it's a journey, right? And you're going right. to have a lot of different people throughout your life. And I, I definitely believe with experimenting. First, I want to say I'm new to podcasting, but not to making shows in general. For the past 15 years, I've been working mainly in television, primarily writing, directing, half-hour comedies. Before that, I worked as an actress in New York City and Los Angeles. And so when I put this show together, it was just kind of a fun hobby where I thought I'd be able to share my pursuit of seeking out experiences in the healing zone. I'm Shreem Hreem Kleem Glam Gam Ganapataye Varavarada Sarvajanam Abashamanayaswaha. And here's some great stories from my friends about their experiences. I would dip my bowl into the water and try and fling it at Dave. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just, you know, because no one can see me. So I'm not being outwardly disrespectful to the guy. Like, yeah. no one can see what's happening. And get some great advice from these amazing healers that everybody is sending me to. One sounds like I'm a prostitute, and the other one sounds... I got news for you. Yeah. Prostitutes don't have to do laundries. It may be a better <laughs> job. Some people like to get a massage at the Four Seasons. I like to do peyote with a shaman in the desert. Um, So I've been doing this for years without sharing it in a podcast. And I thought, how different could it be? Well, it turns out it's a lot different. We're going to need a yoga mat, a little face towel, a thing of lube, and gloves. Oh, my God. Latex gloves. Okay. Are you allergic to latex? No. Okay, good too. Sharing this podcast with friends and strangers is a very unique experience, especially when you're doing things that you're normally kind of private about. Well, that honestly, that sounds like, you know, you were molested. That's what it sounds like to me. (laughs) You were molested. I wasn't molested. There was nothing sexual about it at all. Everybody's got an opinion. Many people are concerned for me, which is funny because, um, You know, I'm a grown woman. But most people want to know, does it work? And if it does, how do you know it's not the last healer that was working? How do you know? How will you know if it works? Um, And what is your goal? Like, what are your goals? Like, are you going into this going like, my goal is I'm going to feel, you know, 80% happier by the new year or whatever it is. And having worked in television for so many years, I should have seen it coming. People want results. Yeah. So, like, each one of them has a different speciality so far. I mean, by the way, just by accident, not because not I'm, I'm just asking my friends, right? But, right. like, but one of them, um, I look, there's that, the, the dating one. So, I suppose right. if, I'm mar- if I'm married in a year, you'll know. <laughs> if you're married in a year, are you going to say it's because of that? Uh, of course, right? Yeah. So yeah, I can't give you exact results on who did what, when, but I can just give you my journey and you can make your own assumptions. 
So first we're gonna check in with some of the healers that I saw, such as Joy Carroll. The first thing I became aware of was your first chakra was quite blocked. Yeah. And I think I asked you if you felt rooted or um, yep. what, what your home was like. Yes, was yes. And Do you still think I need to move? I never said you needed to move. <laughs> <laughs> so you said I was not rooted to my home. Mm -hmm. But then at some point you did say like this, the house feels like it's falling down around yes. you. It's true. You need to move. And, <laughs> I take and it, it is. You do. As fate would have it, my back neighbor is a real estate agent. So ever since she heard the podcast, she's been taking me around to look at um, houses that I can't afford. And it's really been a great journey. I still don't know how I'm going to move, but um, the intention is there. 2018. Who knows? I was just listening to it while I was walking Ernie, and my hair like on my arms was standing up the entire time. I had chills the whole time. I was like crying. And this is Allison Dunbar, who came over to my house right before Joy, and I kept saying, do you smell something? Do you smell something in the house? What if your place has been smelling to let you know, like, get out of here, like, universe helping you, like, there's some strange unexplainable smell that you can't get rid of. And by the way, they found a sewage leak under my home like a week later. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So you had even like the swamp. Under I your literally home. had a sewage leak under my home. Yeah. So yes, you do need to move. <laughs> Joy had sent me to another healer named Mary Hunt, who she said was really gifted at doing something called a psychic disconnect. Her name is Mary Hunt. Yes. And she does work with the angels, and the work is an energetic disconnect. And what that is, is when you are enmeshed with somebody, um, when you have a relationship with somebody, now it could be your parents, it could be your children, it could be, you know, lovers or, or siblings, and you just are stuck in that relationship. It's just like, oh, we can't get this to move forward, and it's horrible. Yeah. Then she does, with you, <laughs> over the phone, she does an energetic disconnect. And it's not that she unplugs you or decords you from the other person. It's a wonderful process in the middle of which the energy between the two of you gets cleaned. Mm -hmm. And so it resets the relationship. And I called Mary, who of course did not even have an answering machine. And when we finally connected, she told me that she will not heal me until I agree to never tell my story again. Like never say anything about my history uh, to anyone again. So I went to talk to my friend Kirk Ward to get his reaction. You have to agree to never tell your story again. And I was like, well, I'm a writer. So like, that's tough. You can never talk about it? Where does the healing come in? I don't understand. I think the idea is we're going to move on from whatever that past was so that you can lead a, a healthier future. Getting you out of your story? Yes. I see. Out of Even if it's, even if you're not telling anyone, it's in your head. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah, okay. that's what I think. Because if you're not telling anybody, then you're not telling anybody, but she wants to help you. Yes. So that piece of homework is still left to be done. Um, hopefully we'll come back to it in a future episode. And as for other homework, first Joy told me that I needed to start singing again. I used to be in a band, I used to write my own songs. I haven't sung in even in the shower in years. 
The book of love is long and boring. No one can lift the damn thing. It's full of charts and facts and figures and instructions for dancing. So I've been singing every day and nothing to report on that, but I've been doing it. She also told me to start boxing, to release anger, and I've been drawing pictures and doing visualizations to unblock the stuck energy. And I've been doing all of it. And as for results, I can report that two days after going to see Joy, I wrote down a dollar amount that I thought I would need to make on a monthly basis in order to feel comfortable buying a house. That night, I ran into an old friend at a party and he asked me to lunch and offered me a job. And in the lunch, he threw out the exact number that I had written down earlier that day. It's full of flowers and heart-shaped boxes And things we're all too young to know but... So I would say that's pretty major results. The deal is still in process, so I can't report that I'm making that amount of money, but we, we shall see. So I would say Joy has been a total success for me with um, actual results that I can put my finger on. You ought to bring me wedding rings. Now let's move on to Pat Allen, relationship expert. Are you married? No. Are you mated? No. And the last relationship I was in was two years ago. Man or woman? Man. Pat really made me ask some really hard questions about myself. Why do you think I never got married or never and never sort of, you know, mated with anyone? Mated? You mated, believe <laughs> Well, you know, that's what Pat calls it. That's my writing partner, John Lear, and we've been working together and basically see each other every day since 2001. You're very, you've been very um, into your art and your career. You have a very uh, uh, intimate relationship with your business partner, which probably mm-hmm. fulfills some of the needs there, not the sexual, yeah. but I'd be happy to help in that if need be. Oh, okay. Well, I think what happened with What's-His-Face um, was pretty massive. Which one? Uh, you know, the one who disappeared. And this is my friend Claire, who's referring to an old boyfriend who flaked out right around the time my brother was dying. So uh, it was kind of a perfect storm of awful times. Okay. And I think that that I think that that had something to do with also probably some weird connect to your father. Yeah. And um, and I think that that you know so there's obviously some sort of karmic thing that you've come in to deal with. Well, I sort of thought it was a lot of it is because when you were of a more sort of age when people were getting married is when your brother died. That's my friend Tasha, who's also referring to that exact same point of time when my brother was dying. Mm-hmm. You just kind of... So you were in a relationship at that time. Yeah. And because of you know, the grief, and I mean, certainly I understand all of that, just all the stuff that you, 
it was like, I can't do this, I don't want to do this. Whether it made it very more clear that that guy was not right for you, or you just couldn't deal with that kind of, like, intimacy at the same time of, like, processing all your grief. Anyway, that you ended that, and that then in trying to just sort of rebuild or find a new, like, who you were now, you just haven't, I don't know, either been open to it or wanted it or just met the person that is your person because it's just not the time, hasn't been the time for that. So, what did Pat bring to the equation and is she going to fix me? Raise your right hand. Okay. I promise. I promise. On my honor. On my honor. To respect the men I love. To respect the men I love. Even when I instinctively think I'm smarter. Even when I instinctively think I'm smarter. Unless. Unless. I have to call the police. I have to call the police. A doctor. A doctor. Or a lawyer. Or a lawyer. Um, in terms of her seminar, so you've spoken to her. You've gone to one of the seminars. Are you, and I know that you talked about it on the podcast, how you did the eye contact when you were jogging and talked to three men. This is Angela V. Shelton of the comedy group Frangela. Exchange information with any of those three men? Have you been on a date with any of them? No. I mean, first of all, that was like a little like, hey, I'm going to try this experiment. And the funny thing is, I was in this weird giant workout outfit that John had just, my writing partner, had just told me I looked insane because I looked awful. I had a rubber jogging outfit on. Um, We're going to talk about that later. I'm going to be honest. I Have I bought some heels? No. I have some heels, but um, am I wearing them? No. Um, Have I been writing down my intentions the night before and then doing them the next day? No. But part of that is because it's the holidays. I haven't really gotten my shit together. Um, So I've just kind of put my toe in the water and I'm gonna see where it takes me after the new year. But no, we did not exchange numbers. I think one of the things that Pat made me do was look back on my old relationships and start to analyze why and how things went wrong. He approached me, he was like, let's, let me take you to dinner. He would call me and say, I'd like to take you here. And any time, by the way, I would call him or say, hey, I have an idea. It would always blow up in my face. Like he'd call wow. last minute. He couldn't do it. Yeah. But I've never really had trouble finding dates or going on dates. It's really more about having relationships and lasting relationships. So it's confusing to me. Like what has made you the most comfortable, maybe surprisingly, and what's made you the least comfortable? Um, you know what it is, like when, like I went to a party last night and I, I I'm, I would say 90% of the people there were women or gay men. I don't want to be like sitting around not having conversations right. with, with wonderful people just so that I can like put on this idea of I'm in the feminine, you know what I mean? Like, so I kind of like looked around and went, okay, there's nobody here that I'm probably going to date. But I'm, I'm going to smile at everybody. Part of it is like, am I supposed to be judging whether I'm going to date this person or not before I open my mouth? No, I'm supposed to do this with everyone, right? Yeah, it's like a net. Like It really is like casting this huge net and whatever flops in, flops in, and you'll deal with sorting it later. So yeah, there's a lot to unpack here, and hopefully in the future more will be revealed.
So stay tuned on that one. Wait, you're naked? You're completely naked? Yeah. Are you serious? But it was a dark room, John. I couldn't see anything. Like you're, you are a grown woman, and yeah. she is a, a perfect stranger. Yes. That's the problem I have with getting naked. And finally, on to the blessing by the priestess from India. Um, <laughs> my writing partner had a lot of problems, as did a few other of my friends, about the fact that she touched me, which um, didn't even occur to me at the time. I mean, it really, I could have gone into this with my clothes on. And um, I promise you that she was not getting any thrill out of it. Probably just the opposite. She was in a sari and... Listen, a couple of trips to India and I'm an Indian princess, <laughs> you know? I mean... One of the things I'm starting to realize with this healing stuff is people get really weirded out anytime there's nudity or any kind of that stuff. And there's some stuff coming up in the future which has to do with sexuality and get ready because um, this is this is nothing. Like, Did she kiss you? No, God, no. Did no. she touch your lips? I, like, maybe. Did she, did, she, did she take a finger and put them on your lips and go, shh? No, she didn't. She didn't. <laughs> but, so, she's like this really kind woman. So I'm chanting every day, and I will let you know what the results are in 40 days. I feel better after I do it. I don't know. That could be all in my head, as could all of this, but um, I'm enjoying it. I asked my teacher this question, you know, tell me about loving the fierce mother and loving the darkness, you know, and, yeah. and, and how to relate to that. And he said, you know, Anka, it's kind of like the sun. The sun is a hundred yeah. million hydrogen bombs going yeah, off yeah, at the same time. And close. it would burn you if you got too close. But look at, at the right distance, the beauty that it produces. So let me leave you with some overall thoughts on the healers I visited and some of the patterns that are starting to emerge. One, generally, the GPS stops working or the directions are incorrect and it's really hard to find. So I suggest if you're going to follow my path, just try to get there early. It's, I'm at the bottom of a hill and I think this is it, but like, I'm, I thought I was going to see some, you know, goddesses hanging out. It looks like a, yeah, but I don't know which, which house she's in. Two, many of the healers that I've talked to, they don't carry cell phones. They don't have machines in some cases. They have a very limited presence on social media. And most importantly, many of them believe that cellular technology is just bad for our health so they don't carry around a phone they're fully off the grid um, i consider myself very fortunate to um, have immediate reactions to all these toxic chemicals that other people live with mm -hmm. they're not reacting to and who knows what they do as they accumulate in the human body yeah so and lastly, here's a little preview of what's to come. Once we try to give ourselves both chemical peels. <laughs> yeah.
That's not a good idea. You Together? Need to know which yeah. One, yeah, you need to know which bottle has the acid and which one has the water. Oh. And which one has the diluted acid. Yeah. See, this is the thing. They sent, first of all, you should not be able to buy acid online. Yes. I just want to say, as much as I stand for freedom, yeah. this is, from personal experience, that should not be allowed. Oh, my yeah. God. Um, Frangela and Marie Kondo. When you open your closet or your bureau or whatever you keep your clothes in, when you will see everything and you know what you have. The egg. You imagine either one lover or you can put all of the lovers that you've ever had that you really feel like you need to have basically an exorcism. Oh. Where you need to get this person out of your body. GST. Uh, I know a yoga with goats where they stand on, oh, on top of you. No, I think it's plot. Oh, maybe it's yoga with goats. That's it. I think it's yoga. Body workers. So back in Korea, I don't know if you guys know, mm-hmm. but Daniel was was uh, he did worked with lots of celebrities and mm-hmm. well-known uh, TV personalities and more. Orgasmic meditation is a partnered consciousness practice where one partner strokes the upper left-hand quadrant of the other partner's clitoris for 15 minutes with no goal. Thanks to Evie Peck, Frangela, Kirk Ward, Allison Dunbar, Jane Peck, Alexia Haidas Ixixon, Vanessa Lenges, Claire Forlani, John Lear, Joy Carroll, Pat Allen, and Anka Malatinska. Please go to the website www.mynumberonepodcast.com if you want to see more information or pictures of some of the transformations that are happening. And please rate and share if you like this. Um, And feel free to write me any questions you have. I'm happy to answer it on the next My Number One. And I'll leave you with a quote by Roald Dahl that I just happened to read this afternoon. Those who don't believe in magic We'll never find it. Have a happy new year. May you find the magic you're seeking.